0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We have returned after some time traveling the byroads and wide highways of the backwards of America with Sam and Dean Winchester. Here we are for episode four of Wayward Rewatch, where we discuss past episodes of Supernatural as we grind our way close to the end of what feels like too long of a TV omnibus. And with me as always my oldest and dearest friend, Faye. How you doing?
1: I'm okay. I'm fully fueled up and ready for another game of who dies in this episode.
0: Let's One of my favourite games and always a heavy question to ask you of any given episode of Supernatural. So, with that said, I think we should just jump right in. We were traipsing our way through Season 2, back when they were still fresh-faced and still had some semblance of hope. Yeah, that dies real soon. That dies real soon. That dies this season, I would say.
1: I would say end of this season as well, Yeah. to be honest.
0: Yeah, let's find out the... let's see the path that takes them to this absolute state of despair, shall we? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: With episode 12, Night Shifter.
0: Yeah, this was a, this was a nice spicy one where, like, uh, as I said in the previous episode, a villain that I think was absolutely the biggest in the season, far bigger than the yellow-eyed demon, rears his head for the first time, Agent Henriksen of the FBI.
1: The buzz. Yes. He decides to rock out um, and, and just cause pure mayhem for the boys. Yeah. At the-, the get-go.
0: Yeah, with the uh, a big sting going on in the federal bank, the uh, shape shifter going around being all tricksy like that, he makes himself known, but he also makes it known that he knows about Sam and Dean. And to be fair, that's a kind of bit of realism that I wasn't expecting this kind of show, but one that actually makes total sense and was very welcome that uh, someone is aware of a do of a pair of dudes going cross country, doing what looks like weird. Black rituals, mutilations, and possibly killing people—they're gonna—they're gonna, they're gonna arouse some attention.
1: Oh god, yeah. I mean, they're literally desecrating graves on a daily basis. Exactly. There's definitely gonna be some questions.
0: Yeah, but it's just nice to see some actual realism of law enforcement coming after these guys eventually.
1: Yes, because most of the time when you see Dean and Sam dealing with the law, it's very like small town cop. And at the end, like, the sheriff is won over because he saved a bunch of townspeople or some crap.
0: Except that one time when the sheriff walked into the lake with the ghost boy in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who their sheriff is now.
0: Uh, s- swallowed up by the ghost boy. From season one.
1: Yes, no, but I wonder who their sheriff is now in that town.
0: Oh, that's their problem.
1: Well, I know, but still. Um, so we have <laughs> possibly one of my favourite characters. There's, like, side characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, one off show characters. <laughs>
0: Ronald oh Ronald yeah
1: because he's just so like
0: he's good. Good, he's a good old-fashioned tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists but he's so well-meaning that you can't hate him like some of the rest of them yeah he's convinced about the laser eyes
1: he's convinced about the Cybermen
0: yeah I couldn't I still can't get over the fact that he holds up like a TV guide yeah with like a with like one of the Cybermen on it which is one of the first stock pictures we ever saw back when they first came back around to Doctor Who yeah which I want to say is where the Super Who crossover stuff sort of started.
1: I believe that's probably where it did start, when one of the characters was mentioning, you know, cyber um, Cybermen, and just getting all up in that Doctor Who biz. And then obviously the fandoms lost their shit. Fandoms so, went on Tumblr.
0: Ah, uh, Tumblr. I What a it. good
1: time. Um, so we have Ronald, who's like, there are these Cybermen, and they have laser eyes, and they've been murdering people, and taking their, like, faces and, you know, like, pulling bank jobs and stuff. Which I mean, to be honest, he's not that far off.
0: Yeah, there's something with strange eyes taking faces and pulling bank jobs, but it is no ro- it is no cyborg, it is no Cyberman, it is simply a shape-changing speech of the night.
1: I believe you mean a pile of goo.
0: Yeah, the, the slurpiest of ooze.
1: Yes. The skin on the floor with the goo and the grossness. Yeah. It's great.
0: I love the supernatural shapeshifters. Like when we talked about season one, Mm. the whole grossness of like ripping off your skin for a transformation. It's always just so creepy and primal that you could just do anything with it and like no one is safe in a shapeshifter episode because we had no idea until right at the end who the shapeshifter was right before they got out.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. This shapeshifter was so much quicker than the last one that they fought,
0: And they, and it, that's what really put them on edge. Yeah. That's what really is just like, some like, it could be anybody.
1: Literally could have been anyone at this point. Um, changed so quickly. One of the things that I took away from this episode was Dean likes people that say okie-dokie.
0: Oh, I like him. He says okie-dokie.
1: <laughs> Which was really cute yeah. and wholesome. Um, and then you have... The really interesting part to me is when Sam and Dean are like... Hostages, and then they become unhostaged by Ronald. Yeah. And they're, like, in charge of the entire situation. And they're so well-trained, they're like, stay out of the lights, stay out of the windows, you know, stay out of this, that, and the other. And unfortunately, Ronald doesn't know that. No. Because he's just a normal civilian. um, And he does actually get shot.
0: Yeah, which is a big turning point in the whole episode, because that's another... Little layer of guilt to really weigh down Sam and Dean, especially with the other turmoil of the reason he got shot and the forces outside of the sort of meddling in their hunt.
1: Yeah. So that's where Hendrickson's guys have set up the perimeter and they're about to bust through the door any second and the boys are in... I believe they say it when they get into the car, they're like we're so screwed.
0: Yes, they do say that and that's pretty much the truth, which is what made their uh, their escape so effective? They had to do a little bit of shape shifting themselves, taking that SWAT gear.
1: Yeah, they uh, they donned the gear of the people that were trying to take them, as it were.
0: But yeah, agreeing that they were so screwed is true because they have to deal with a whole other aspect that I don't really think that they've dealt with before. The law. Yeah, no. they they have the law in, like you said, in the small town sort of capacity where they're just gonna. Give them a few extra questions, but when they see that they're doing good work, it'd be like, "All right, stay quiet, but you can go." But like on a big national scale, there's well, nothing that'd I mean, be quite was like that
1: it. One time when Dean was wanted by the police for murdering that young girl because yeah. the shapeshifter was using his face, and he was like a wanted man for a while, and then that cop cleared him of all charges. Yeah, so that didn't last for very long.
0: I do think that um, that investigation and some of the other ones connected to it may have been where this little kerfuffle came from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: seeing enough of a pattern and seeing the same two dudes associated with each other after a while means that, sure, maybe they are more involved than you think.
1: Well, I mean, Hendrickson's basically just a hunter himself, isn't yeah. he? You know, he pulls out research and he does a lot... Um, you know he notices patterns like the boys do but he you know Hendrickson's after human monsters rather than monster monsters
0: yeah so they work in a very similar way which is why he's such an interesting antagonist mm. but he doesn't really know about the supernatural side that they fight against which is what makes him so dangerous because he's inadvertently interfering yes which yes, is. an interesting thing for them to sort of be up against in this episode I think
1: mm it was very, very interesting. The conversation that was it Sam or Dean who had him on the phone?
0: The thing was a bit of I think it was mostly Dean, but bits of both, yeah, yeah,
1: um but just the conversation between those two was was really interesting because Hendrickson was like, I give no shits about any of your like things that you're going on in that bank right now. Mm. I just want you and your brother now, yeah, and that was the end of the line.
0: Yeah, and uh, there was like times when he was talking to the local law enforcement, but he didn't care about that either. He was after Sam, and he was after Dean. It's, yeah. uh really, like focused and single-minded, which is another thing you really want in a "quote unquote" bad guy, mm. not uh, antagonist. Is someone to give the good guys a bit of trouble.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and he causes trouble for at least what another season.
0: Yeah, we see him again later on this season as well.
1: Yes, we do. He does raise his ugly head again.
0: Another the great episode of the season, but uh, that's a little ways down the road. Otherwise, on our way down the road, we have to take a quick stop over of the Houses of the Holy.
1: Yes, which they are two seasons way too early for angels.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is why I think it's so interesting because this was a discussion I saw I had with uh, my family when I, we were watching this and originally back when this episode came on that. It doesn't seem logical for Dean to be so against the existence of angels because demons exist. Demons of like the highest order were angels.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, he's never seen any proof of God. Well, any proof of anything good, you know, he's only seen the bad. They only have proof of the bad. It, I don't think. It's just lore at this point that they are, like, fallen angels. All he knows is they're these hell demon beasts who are coming up and, and causing havoc and killing people.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's definitely the reason why he's so uh, stuck on his idea. And it's not, not wrong, it's just... Uh, inc- he's based on what he's seen, and it's a totally legit way to work it, but, mm. like, in terms of, like, the wider lore of why these beings exist... One usually came from the other, but it's n- it's nice to see that he can be so set on a worldview. Then uh, that the show hasn't currently like proven him wrong on yet. Yeah, and it gives us a little bit of pause to sort of think, oh, what sort of cosmology is there in this world? Is as
1: well. I really like the juxtaposition of the fact that Sam has a lot of faith and ends up being. A vessel for satan yeah and dean who has no faith ends up being a vessel for michael
0: that's i think one of the big ironies that i wanted to try and sew in from the beginning is yeah. that because like season one to five was this grand cosmic apocalypse story yeah that was building around this sort of weird uncertainty about one their own identities and stuff that i think is still summed up so perfectly when they meet Uh, one of our dear friends for the third time and we reveal who he really, really is.
1: Or, that, I, or, let's, we'll get to him, I think, Uh, in the next episode after 12, isn't it? Um,
0: No, no, we will see him in episode 15.
1: Intriguing. Um, No, one of the, I don't know if it's foreshadowing, like, if they actually knew what they were going to do with the characters or not, but there was a point in this episode where they were in uh, the church um, speaking to the pastor and Sam points over at a stained glass window of Michael, but it doesn't look like he's pointing at the stained glass window, it looks like he's pointing at Dean, and he asks the pastor, oh, that's Michael, isn't it?
0: Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. That's so deep. I can't quite say I saw that.
1: And I was like, um, excuse me? Hold on. Because the way they shot it, uh, like it's just... Sam and Dean in the frame, and then I think the camera pans over to the stained glass window of Michael. Yeah, I remember the shot. So, it's Sam pointing at, like, Dean in his general direction, saying, that's Michael, isn't it?
0: No way. I do remember the shot, but I don't, like, I would need to see it just to see the pointing of the thing, the direction of the fingers, but but that is so And I was
1: like, hold on, did you know from so early on that that was what was going to be playing for the boys, or is that just sure dumb luck?
0: either way is still really good, and that's something, like, I feel like we would need to ask the higher-ups just to be like, confirm our theory, guys. (laughs)
1: Yeah, excuse me, please, help me, I can't sleep at night anymore. I must know the answer. No, so apart from that, like, unbelievable foreshadowing, if that's indeed what it was, you have people, like, legit being filleted by hookers from God. Yeah. In this episode.
0: Yeah, just like the divine wrath that you would expect to be like some sort of avenging angel, but is just a very idealised spirit. Yeah. But the whole questioning of what could be doing this, and once one boy's certainty and one boy's absolute disregard for it, is what's really interesting.
1: Mm. I was just laughing the entire time, because obviously I know what what happens in the future episodes, when Dean is so adamant that angels don't exist, and Sam's like, yeah, well, I have faith, so I'm going to keep my faith, and, you know, it, it just it just made me laugh so much, just knowing what's going to happen later on in the seasons. Yeah.
0: Like, even down to when we first meet the angels, he's just like, nah.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, this is not, no, this is not what's happening right now.
0: Then you see Wings, it's like, ah, fine.
1: He's like, right, well, now you've proven it to me. Thanks, I guess. <laughs>
0: Thanks, I guess. Uh, what is the world?
1: Mm. So uh, there are a few things. The thing that actually got me in this episode was when that guy was impaled in the car yeah. towards the end. Even I was like, oh, that's a bit much. Come yeah. on
0: now. Yeah, and that was way after anything had been dealt with. That was just like some, like a better term, divine intervention that exactly. just struck him down.
1: Yeah. Well, I believe Dean said, yeah, you know, de- if he didn't see it, he wouldn't have believed it himself.
0: Yeah, that's... Dean almost had a moment of faith he almost thought maybe some god or other power twisted fate for it to work that way
1: like this was a legit miracle this guy who basically almost assaulted a young girl and was getting away driving in a car was like just suddenly impaled by uh, something that flew off the back of a lorry
0: very final destination
1: and I like oof
0: yeah I think this actually happened before final destination nice
1: yeah I did make an Olaf, um, oh look, I've been impaled joke.
0: (laughs) Then you make it sad by quoting uh, Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Trucking on, once we've had our run-in with an angel, we get another particularly heavy episode going from what may have been the Divine to what is certainly the Demonic.
1: Yes, episode 14, Born Under a Bad Sign.
0: I keep joking about the fact that there's indeterminate lengths of time between episodes because we start this one with being like, oh, he's been gone for days. He's been gone a a week, basically. Looking around, trying to find where he could be, and we catch up with him pretty quickly, saying he's not who we remember him as. Mm. He has been taken over.
1: By... Dun-dun-dun! Meg. Good God. Like, I know that the character is a big character in supernatural but there are times where i'm just like are you necessary
0: they could cycle through some number of demons it doesn't have to be this one forever
1: because mm. obviously they again later on in the seasons plays a big part in a whole lot of stuff that goes on but like right now currently i'm kind of like is there any need to bring you specifically back
0: I mean, not technically. No, I don't think it's super necessary to do that. It's just convenient, I guess. Someone that we know and someone we know to hate. If it was a new demon, mm. we would have trouble connecting with it, especially considering all of the stuff they said through him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. I suppose it, that's a good point, you know, they wouldn't have such a connection because obviously there was a whole thing with Meg and John and, you know, the end of season one. So, I I get why it should be Meg, but at the same time, I, like, I'm sick of your ass. Leave me alone.
0: <laughs> well, if you're sick now, then you're going to be in for a bit of a ride.
1: Yeah, I know. I think I warm up. I I just, I don't know. Anytime you introduce me to a new character, my immediate answer is, you're a bitch, sharp.
0: They have to win you over. Oh, God, yeah. They have to win you over.
1: Apart from Dean, who no,
0: I... No, he did win you over, but just very, 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 very quickly. It,
1: yeah, I mean, he said one sarcastic comment, and I was like, that's it, you're my starting point.
0: <sighs> Fair. Uh, fake driver's license, fake uh, d Has he Got anything about you that's real? My, my boobs. <laughs> it was literally that, wasn't it? It was.
1: It definitely <laughs> was that line. <laughs> I don't know, the fight at the beginning as well, in episode one, where he's like, oh, Sam, you've lost your touch. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay.
0: <laughs> no chick flick permanence.
1: And then he, he... Jess goes, I'm going to go put something on, and he's like, no, no, I love this muffs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you... was
1: definitely, straight from the get-go, there was definitely, like, uh, he really pulled me in with his character. Yeah. Whereas everybody else...
0: Has to win your affection. Yeah, pretty but much. Some never making it. Well... Mm, some never making it. <laughs> no. No.
1: Um, I'm sorry, there's a part in this episode here with where Sam as Meg, Sam is Meg is hitting on Joe Yeah, and it's just super creepy.
0: Yes, because it feels so forced.
1: It's just a level of what, no just I can't watch this. I was cringing the entire time just like yelling at my screen please make it stop.
0: That's the whole point and that's why it was done so well because we know that Sam is never like that. Yeah. And we knew at this point that something was deeply not right. But this just seeing that to confirm it in this like creepy, forced, almost assaulty way Mm. that we just did not want.
1: Well, no, there was legit assault. He knocked her out and tied her to a post. Yeah, exactly. And then straight after this, Dean comes in, basically saves Joe, and then, you know, Sam runs off or whatever, and Dean goes after him, and Joe's like, I, you know, like, I can help. And Dean's like, no, stay here. I'll call you later. And she says, no, you won't. And I'm like, you know him already. You know him so well. So well. And, like, <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> like father, like son.
1: Wow. Okay. I mean,
0: like, where's the lie? Yeah, I, I mean, suppose. trick is, this is a pretty good sort of combo meal where we get the Harvells into Bobby. Because yes. Bobby's always on hand to really sort their problems out. We hadn't, we hadn't seen him since we're right at the beginning of the season when he helped... Sam and patch up the car.
1: Yeah, that's true. There was, like, a break and then he came back, which I think sometimes is better with characters because you get to miss them a little bit longer. You're like, hey, you know what would be really good some- right now is-, is some Bobby.
0: Yeah, like, literally. Because they had written him to be, like, a bit part yeah. in season one. Yeah, yeah, And they figured he was around and there was a logical place for them to go, so he was in the first episode of season... They recorded him into season two just to help them patch up the car. Yeah but then his character tracks so well, it's just like, all right, let's try and drip him in a little bit more. That's why we get the double hit of him in this episode and the next episode. Mm.
1: Well, it, it's just so funny. In this episode, I was like... I mean, you know, basically, he realises that Sam is possessed.
0: Pretty quickly, yeah.
1: He helps, you know, with the little mark on the arm, maybe yeah. locked into Sam. And I'm just like, why why are you not... like used more.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think it was literally from this moment that it was just like, alright, this character is actually pretty cool, let's use him more. Alright, even down to the beginning bit where he's just like, take a take a sip of this, ah, holy water. Yeah, holy no, water no. in the
1: beer is a freaking classic move.
0: No, straight away. I'm, like, I think that's a trick they use again.
1: Um, I think they definitely u- somewhere along the line there's some holy <laughs> water in something.
0: They use the... F- phoenix ash in dean's blood to take out the mother in season six. Oh uh, yeah which is adjacent
1: yeah, yeah yeah that's true yeah there was definitely something about with like a vampire as well i think someone used dead man's blood or something i can't remember
0: super vague but we'll get to it eventually
1: yes i think that was like way 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 down the line in like season eight or nine
0: yeah but this was a nice show that the guys are vulnerable, especially to do demonic attack, and especially because it's Sam. Um,
1: we'll see. The- yeah, this is the thing. I, I, I've, I've, my last note on this was those tattoos look like a really good idea right about now.
0: Yeah, that's why they probably went on to get it eventually.
1: Yeah, but that's not like for another couple of seasons. Well, I think it's next season.
0: Remember when they have the raid in the PlayStation? No. Is a when yeah when, when like hashtag spoilies but this is a very old show if you're not caught up then sorry when uh, they get Hendrickson on side and he's oh, like yeah, alright yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. there's the whole police station full of demons yeah they that's when they first flash him the the, whole, the fact that they've been tattooed oh, that's, really? that's part way through next season uh, it's not really been made relevant until then but like they have that
1: because I know you said that Bobby gave them chance in this episode yeah right at the he end he possession. yeah I didn't think they got the tattoos until when... There's never a moment season on...
0: Season four? No, no, no. It was, it was that police station episode, season three. Oh, okay. But it's never, like, made relevant again, and it's just... But they hand out the charms to Henderson and the police station lady.
1: Right. And it's just
0: like, well, why are, do you, Don't you need these? And this is like, no, we got it. We're, we're already covered.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Pretty sure. Pretty sure.
1: Well, we'll find out.
0: We will find out indeed, but until then, we're going to catch up with arguably everyone's favourite character in the entire show. Oh
1: my gosh, OMG, Ricky's here! Ricky! Ricky. Oh my gosh, so, I just, He's I completely forgot what it was called, but I knew the episode was coming up. Yeah. So when this, like, started playing on my screen, and I was like, why is this creepy old man hitting on this woman who's obviously a woman in white? Like, are you dumb? Yeah. Um, and then... I can't remember what tipped me off. It was probably actually seeing uh, Ricky, for the first time, closing up as a janitor. And I realised what episode it was, and I legitimately lost it. Good. I was like... Good. Um, Oh, one of my favourites.
0: Yeah. uh, Probably, like, his best outing as this character, other than, like, the big important story stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other times get, like, extra extra kooky. Yeah. But... just him making memes just because he can.
1: Yes, pretty much. Exactly what I want from him. Like, they tag him as a jokester, a yeah. trickster.
0: Yeah, a trickster spirit.
1: In this episode. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. You're not wrong. I have a theory. I have a thing about this episode. That the way it's all, the whole episode's laid out is that it's there's that one moment, and then it's Sam and Dean retelling their four days or so Investigation back to Bobby
1: Which is outstanding by the way
0: I have a thing That After the first like Half of a Adlib or Half of a Like anecdote Bobby was just like, oh yeah, this is just a pagan trickster spirit. That's fine. But he let them talk their stuff out because it was funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% that's what happened. (laughs) But, like, it was so funny when Bobby, like, legit activated dad mode and was like, would you two start messing around?
0: Yeah, exactly, because after a while they were getting so at each other's faces. Yeah. Between, like, the stupidity of how they were talking at each other because that was his powers working. That was just another thing that confirmed it for Bobby. Yes. But him just sort of letting them go on and them taking and Dean taking the right royal piss is just like don't worry I acknowledge your pain oh my gosh Poppy you're, don't too, Sam. you're too precious for this world and even the story before it where it's just like oh, I, I can never remember what he says to the dude in the past like Dean what do you think you're doing we you have oh, an yeah. important investigation yep
1: yeah. And he's like, oh, it's fine, I'm just drinking Purple Nurples or whatever. Purple and, Oh my god, it was just uh, outstanding. The way that Sam described the girl as well, and the way Dean described the girl, they were yeah. two completely different actresses. Yeah. Like, not even change of clothes and change of makeup. Like, two completely separate yeah. versions of that person. Yeah.
0: They, they were just at each other's throats because their whole minds were being dicked about. But I can't listen to Lady in Red anymore. Oh my god. Probably again and again and again. Dude, I don't want to hear it. No, wait. This is the worst part. Slow dance.
1: <laughs> they <mean> him <laughs> slow dance with an alien. Oh my gosh. It's... I just... I don't know how to deal with stuff like this because mm-hmm. it's so funny yet so unrealistic and like completely taken out of the seriousness of this show at this point.
0: This was their first real foray into something... High meme, yes. high joke. Yes, that I think they've given themselves permission to go back into ever since.
1: Yes, pretty so, much. They were like, "Hey, we want to do do like a like a fun episode," and but how do we do that? You bring in a trickster god.
0: Yeah, and you let them run rampant, and they did just that by getting inspiration from some of the finest literature of our age, the Weekly World News.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah. Aliens Aliens kidnapped my boyfriend Are there alligators In the sewers Yes Yes, yes. There are now <laughs> There are now Yeah The giant
1: Oh my goodness I can't wait for the next episode That he comes in
0: uh, It's way through, se- through The next series But he will be back Yeah Because we saw him Shimmer away And just looking just fine Munching on his snickers.
1: Yep Good. When the boys thought He was impaled By a stick Oops Oh well Oopsies Until next time
0: See you later but until next time, he was not turned into into roadkill, was he?
1: No, episode 16, though. That is some there were roadkill. definite. There were definite roadkill vibes on that one. Yeah. This was the episode you were talking about with Lucifer's mum. Yes. Um, Trisha. Helfer. That's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Such a unique episode to have it from the ghost's perspective, because we start out knowing nothing. Yeah. Just like earlier in the season when we didn't know that there were ghost children. Yes. We didn't know that she was reliving the same haunting every seven or so years over and over. Was it
1: seven or so years? Every year. Oh. On the same day.
0: Thinking of a different haunting.
1: (laughs) I know we have quite a few in the show. Yeah. But, um, yes, no, it was every year for the same day, um, on the same stretch of highway that she totaled their car on. Yeah. Um, she was reliving what happened on that day.
0: Just kinda of horrible purgatory.
1: I mean yeah, but she didn't remember any of it though, so yeah. I guess it wasn't all that altogether that bad.
0: Yeah, but what happens for the rest of the year? You just sort of like not existing, just being Yeah. Yeah. Just like reliving that horrible moment just to ensure that you're never gonna get any real rest, it's still kinda of sad. Yeah. Yeah, which is
1: there was definitely a point in this episode that I forgot this episode existed. Yeah. Um. And uh, I was like, oh, wait, she's dead, isn't she? <laughs> and then I felt really smart about myself, and then I realised I've watched this season like at least three times, and I don't know if I'm figuring that out for myself or if I'm just remembering it.
0: We're uh, remembering, sort of getting back to it.
1: But it was just really funny. And then after I realised that she was actually dead, Um, all of the cues from Sam and Dean I picked up on yeah and it was just really well done the way that they shot it the way that it was written and the fact that they didn't give anything away until like right at the last minute
0: yeah and we were able to get the montage from their perspective their side and we were able to see that they were trying to slow roll her through her life to help her move on because um, she had no physical things and no physical things to tie her hair so they couldn't Dispatches of the ghost in the normal way that you would dispatch a the ghost. They just had to let her move on and complete her unfinished business herself. And it's a nice thing to see that, like, not all ghosts are malevolent, throwing stuff around the room, spirits.
1: Yeah, no, indeed. But at the same time, this was definitely one of those first times that we get to see a spirit, like, um, dissipate to heaven, as it were, with that golden glow.
0: Yeah, she walked into the sunlight, into yeah. the dawn, and just, like, turns to light.
1: Yeah, whereas most of the rest of them are obviously, like, hunted and, and killed by the boys, so you get that freaky little flickering and then, like, the burning of the fire if there's something burning the bones.
0: Yeah, that's just them knowing that their soul has been, like, darkened over years of haunting, that they can't really go up, upstairs anymore.
1: Um, at, Towards the end of the episode... Uh, I, I was like oh good now we get the depressing part where everybody has to talk about their feelings and like you know your husband has moved on because you died in a car crash years and years ago and what was it like 15 years ago something like that and uh, and now she has to let go and you know die again and
0: die. I was like let's die again let's die go. better
1: there was definitely an episode later on in the series where I had to stop and like not watch Supernatural for a couple of days, because I was really upset.
0: okay. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah.
1: But on the other hand, we are now getting to the heart.
0: The heart of the matter. Yeah. Uh, this is the first well story, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. And I like that they've taken the old Germanic myth that they eat just the heart. Yeah. But... It's a double play on words because we see some matters of the heart go real wrong for Mr. I Get My Girlfriends Killed.
1: This is the one that I had to stop. I had to stop after this episode because I was so upset. This yeah. is one of my favourite, but also one of my least favourite episodes.
0: Yeah, it's, it's your favourite because it's brilliant, but it's your least favourite because it's so heartbreaking.
1: Oh, you're trying too hard at this point, mate.
0: Eh, I mean, like, it's it's right there. I'm just going to, okay. like, stab, right. stab at it right now. Don't heart.
1: stab at the heart.
0: I mean, like, it's an effective thing to do if you want someone to do a die.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, Madison. Yeah. The lovely girl. She's so nice. She was such a good character. She was wholesome and kind and sweet and charming and funny.
0: Yeah. And they, like, immediate chemistry with Sam. It was yeah. just so nice to see that at the same side as this werewolf investigation. They were able to deal with the one that they think was murdering one of these people people. but there's there were multiple wolves about town
1: yes there were and um, unfortunately Madison was one of them
0: and despite reading up on certain bits of the law and then talking to Bobby there's no way to turn someone back
1: yeah no they did think at one point if you murdered the wolf who turned you then the like bloodline was broken but it turns out that that is in fact a myth in itself
0: yep so she was somewhat stuck with her curse, and she very nobly didn't want to hurt people anymore when it wasn't out of her control, and the moment right at the end was just Sam and Dean.
1: The heartbreaking moment, oh my just god. Just
0: recognising what they had to do, and it is a kind of thing to do, but it's not something you ever want to do.
1: I mean, it ripped me to shreds. Rip- Having to see Sam completely fall apart like that, and then watching Dean watch his brother have to do something like that, knowing that Dean's, basically, his entire life goal is to protect his little brother from being hurt. Yeah,
0: and that's not something, this isn't the kind of hurt you can protect him from, but he still feels like a failure because you, of course you would.
1: Yeah. So Sam's, like, legitimately bawling his eyes out, yeah. and you just get that one single tear from Dean. Yeah, the OPT. And I just... <laughs> Oh, I had to stop. I had to stop. I was like, okay, nope, I'm done. I've reached my limit of, of sad right no now. No more, thank you.
0: Um,
1: But before that, we get an, oh my gosh, Sam's first sex scene.
0: Yay, baby boy all grew up.
1: He got it out.
0: Yeah, good for him.
1: There was, like, some... I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but the white sheets, like, symbolising the virginity of...
0: Air quote, yes. for sure.
1: He, I mean, he wasn't, obviously, but at the same time... He's not been with a girl since Jessica died, like, a yeah. year and a half ago.
0: Like, he got saw a Kissy with Sarah from the art gallery, but that's not the same.
1: No. Um, so I don't know if they, like, played it like that, as, like, it was a very pure moment, and, like, they I've... thought the curse was broken. Yeah, I think so. And all of that, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. Um, but he definitely got a better song in his first sex scene than Dean did. Like, good God, I still can't get <laughs> over that mess. Yeah, that
0: was pretty bad. Oof. Anyway. That so pretty bad.
1: Sam had some really nice sex times, and we got to see a lot of skin from mm. everybody involved, and it was aight. It exactly. um, And then, you know, he had to murder her.
0: Yeah, because as soon as they were finished, we saw, like, fangs and glowy eyes and pain and... Oh no! That's not what you want.
1: No, no, no! She turned back into a werewolf, went off and did some stuff, and then um, realized her, in her absolute humanity, realized that there was nothing that could be done, and she didn't want to go around hurting people anymore. And she broke down and asked Sam. She was like, "I want you to do it. I want you to be the one to to help me. I need you to save me." And by saving her, he has to kill her.
0: Which is never something you want after, like, such an immediate personal connection. Yeah. Like that. They just seemed so nice, and she understood that there were strange things out there, so she could have understood if she hadn't been so cursed so badly, but mm. such is the way to be, and we feel bad for him.
1: Oof. It was It was one of the roughest episodes, I think, so far.
0: Definitely, yeah.
1: And I mean, like, we get into some rough episodes, like, three or four down the line, but that was... On a whole different level.
0: Yeah. Which is why I think they really paced the season well by having a lighter and more thoughtful episode before it. Mm. This emotional punch to the stomach. Yeah. And then something very light coming in episode 18, Hollywood Babylon.
1: Yes. uh, Again, another one I kind of forgot existed.
0: This one was always, always on my mind because it was just so out there. No, but it was
1: so funny. I forgot it existed. And then when the episodes started playing, and they were in that little um, go kart truck thing going around the all of the sets, <laughs> and there was a joke about Gilmore girls. girls, and I and, died.
0: <laughs> and Sam looks so vexed and was like, Damn, we have to go?" But He's the tour's so... but the tour's not over. We got to go.
1: Who, they, they were like, "Oh, look! And over there to our left is Stars Hollow, and if we're lucky, we might get to see some of the stars of the show." And the look on Sam's face, there and then, I was just... I was absolutely dying. Because, obviously, if you didn't know, Jerry uh, Padalecki, who plays Sam, was in Gilmore Girls for quite a long time, and he was a recurring character in a couple of the later seasons, I believe. Um, I
0: think he was a recurring character called Dean.
1: He was. His name was Dean.
0: Which is such a funny thing to me.
1: Um, which was absolutely outstanding when you think about it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> not, so, yeah, the... Poor Jared has lived with that name for a very, very long time. He probably hates it at this point.
0: Yeah, that's why I think he, that's why thing half of the point was he just wanted to do a runner. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he was run.
1: like, We're not doing this today.
0: Yeah, we're gonna run he's gonna run deeper into his supernatural show and burst into uh, the set of the latest horror movie. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Hell Slashers three.
0: Hell yes. blazers three. Something stupid like that. Yes. I didn't really remember that so much as I remember the fact that it was brought to you by the guy who made Hell Hellraiser's one and two, and the guy that made Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Four. Yes. Bowl, which, which are is,
1: actual movies. No,
0: no, not even that. They are actual movies by McG. Yeah. Who produces Supernatural? Yeah. yeah. Which I think was just so funny. It's just like, hey, we get to take the piss out of ourselves. I,
1: this is the episode I was talking about earlier on when I was like. You know, can we get some more colour and stuff? Yeah. Um, it, Just because it's horror doesn't mean it needs to be all dark and gross. Oh, gross. And that's one of the lines that the executive guy from, like, the big office comes down to the studio and he's like, Listen, just because it's horror doesn't mean it needs to be dark.
0: Literally, yeah. Put
1: some more colour in. Come on, man. That's... And I was just sitting there, like, You're legitimately taking the piss out of your own show at this point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And I it was think... outstanding. They can afford to do that. Like, I think because of the way that. The lighter episodes, the lighter episode tracked so well they could afford to make these little in jokes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, like, they turned the in jokes up way higher as the show grows forth. But the idea of that they wanted a horror movie so authentic and they were actually conjuring malevolent spirits.
1: Well, that was less, that was just one guy who wrote the original script, wasn't it? The rest yeah. of them didn't know about it. Yeah. What got me was that the producers had a guy come in as an actor and then, like, be fake-murdered so that the main actress could get her horror scream right. Yeah. Like, how jacked up do you need to be?
0: No, oh, I heard some weird stories from some movies like that. They do some really weird stuff to get people in the character.
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, plus, you know, it was good um, publication for the movie. It was like, oh, our set's
0: haunted, oh, a guy died on a horror
1: set, you know, blah blah blah. Which was like, free publication for them. Yeah. But at the same time, oh my goodness. And the entire time, Dean was just rocking out being a PA, like a boss.
0: He was doing a really good job.
1: He was great.
0: He was doing a really good job.
1: And he loved it. He I was think- like, I'm part of the team, Sam, yay!
0: He almost put the headset on. It was really good.
1: Uh,
0: I think like that's just a thing that Dean sort of has repressed, but we get to see a little bit later. He likes organising and being on top of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to, like, coordinate things, like when he lays out his room in the bunker when they eventually move down and have a stable place. Like, he has everything. Oh, he has a little like... bit of OCD problems. Yeah, he does. I'm
1: pretty convinced that everything in the trunk has its place. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, if you move something, you will get yelled at.
0: Yeah. And, like, that one shotgun doesn't actually get used, it's just there to prop it open.
1: Oh, yeah, no! That's not even, like, a working shotgun. That's no. just, I'm using it for my boot. Yeah. That's a, that's a boot shotgun.
0: Yeah. But the way that they just sort of like lightly rip off actual like monster hunter technique just yeah. to try and get some stuff is just like you know, move the phone over there There's things over there Let's shoot with the sword. yeah because of them being involved with the hunters around and made the movie safer authentic
1: well I mean yeah but at this point who like whatever happens in a horror movie people don't do in real life because that's a surefire way to get murdered yeah so even if you put in your horror movie actual, you know, good tips for how to survive, people aren't going to listen to you. They're going to in fact do the opposite.
0: Yeah. Told you Funny guy goes first. Yeah. Yeah. it Feels real bad. But it makes for real fun, lighter expectations from Supernatural, which is what we needed from the thing that broke us both sides of it.
1: Oof. Yeah, no, that was a rougher specific. Yeah, and does. then at the end... Dean gets to go rocking in a trailer yeah. with the main actress and Sam <laughs> as he's just casually walking past like he's not even looking for Dean at this point he's just no. walking past the trailer and Dean
0: just rolls right out like readjusting himself just like yeah, yeah. but he was trying to get rid of the whole episode oh
1: god yeah like from the get go <laughs> when Sam said the magic words of the actress's name <laughs> Dean wait, was like really? wait hold on
0: she's here she's in this movie she's great <laughs> like, I'm am a, I'm a real big fan
1: That was so funny.
0: Yeah, and then what went from the glitz and glam of Hollywood to them being somewhere very not glamorous?
1: Hmm, behind bars in episode 19, Folsom Prison Blues.
0: Now, when people ask me if I like this episode, I say I'm pretty sure. Oh. But the pretty sure it's not quite good enough, and I say, sure, really pretty sure.
1: (laughs) Really pretty sure is outstanding.
0: Because they both get to actually u- yeah. use it. Like, and they
1: use it, like, against each other as well, which is what's great. Yeah. I love it when a joke comes back. Yeah, it's just... Like, a full circle.
0: It's the universal symbol of the donut.
1: Yes. Um, but, <laughs> and again, with the, um, the joke about the plan, like, yeah. it, it's just, like, no, we're doing this now and we're getting out. And it has to be done now. Yeah. Because they
0: they only have, like, a week until Henderson comes back for them. Yes. Because he shows up down that little, like, lock-up before they go to the main prison just being like, all right, your lawyer's giving me trouble, but I'm getting you. I'm going to get you.
1: Yeah. And even Dean said, that man moves faster than I thought he would. Yeah. Which is, you know, those boys plan for a lot of things.
0: Yeah. Which is just, like, really shows, like, how bold they're going to be to, like investigate a haunting in a prison when they know that a member of the fbi is after them
1: yeah i mean at at this point it's not even bold it's just pure stupidity
0: they also just shows how committed they are to saving people and hunting things well
1: this time it might have been less about that and more about doing the favor for their friend uh, for their dad's friend yeah who saved his life
0: yeah and that's probably what tipped them over i don't know if they'd have been quite sick of if it wasn't for him
1: no but it's yeah. definitely he played a massive part in it
0: which is what I love because we didn't know how big a part it was until right at the end yeah because he was giving them so much heck
1: again with the plot twists they I were like that. oh we're doing it for this guy and you know you know, we, we owe a lot to him he saved dad's life blah 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 and you don't know like you didn't know if you were going to get to see that character or not because some of the people that are referenced, especially from John's past, you never get to actually meet. Yeah. Or um, meet once,
0: even though she's amazing.
1: Well, okay. Was <laughs> <sorry>. Okay. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Couldn't not bring it up.
1: So, you know, we don't actually know who he's going to be, and then again they do this fantastic plot twist yeah. where he's been there the entire time, and he's been looking after them by beating the crap out of them.
0: Just like the one head of the prison guard that's been giving them shit the entire time. But that's the perfect cover.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's
0: the perfect cover, so it makes so much sense. And when when he reveals that he's just going to open up the trash sheet for them to escape, it's just like, a nice, yeah. yeah, nice. Which is why that switch makes it makes us immediately like him. Mm. Which is why we really sweat for him right at the end when the go- the ghost of that nurse comes for him.
1: Yes, immediately, like when. And then when he's in the office with Hendrickson as well. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. They got the jump on me. And Hendrickson's like, I don't believe a damn word coming out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> well, b- b- believe what you want. It's what happened. Look, got Bruce, Bruce prove it. It's like, keep make, a good, make a good son. Yeah? Right. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so this... I was like halfway through this episode and I realised I hadn't seen Baby in like an episode and a half and I got really sad about it. And then the boys escaped and then Baby was there. And I was like, yeah!
0: I mean, she is... One of the most consistent characters in the whole show. Yeah, pretty much. I like the last season's coming. I really, really, really want the one episode where she becomes a person, or am I, or am I behind?
1: Oh, I haven't seen that.
0: I don't know if that's a thing.
1: Oh. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was. Great.
0: Cool. We're smart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm behind a couple of seasons. So am I. So it could be a thing, but it could also just be us really, really wanting something.
0: Yeah. It's like that one time the TARDIS became person. I was
1: literally just thinking about that. I was like, are we mixing our fandoms? I mean, like, point?
0: a bit, but, like, if they could do it in one show. Then they can do it in another exactly. show.
1: Exactly. No. Um, no, this was really interesting because the entire time the boys saw it was one person and they went into the prison thinking, you know, we've got this guy, we know this is definitely him, you know, pretty damn sure, and then...
0: You mean really pretty sure.
1: Oh, really pretty sure. I'm really pretty sure. And they were wrong. Oops oopsie doodles, so it turned out to be this crazy nurse yeah. who was like a murderer.
0: Yeah, she was uh, like sort of an avenging force that was there killin- killing inmates because they had done wrong and therefore she knows what's best because she's crazy.
1: But there was that one really good line that was like, oh, men used to go into the infirmary with a cold and then come out in a body bag. Yeah. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that's the some real strong medicine she gave out.
1: Yep, that's some extravagant stuff right there. Take the home remedies,
0: lads. Yeah, but, like, it was, like, the really bodgy ones that we saw yeah. were just not coming back because they would, like, have a wife sucked out of them by this ghost. Yeah. Which is why we really sweat, because, like, we only thought she was going off to prisoners, but when they went for Deacon right at the end, which is just, just, like, the only th- thing we hear to go say, You let those two go! And it's just like, uh no, no, we like but, him now, Leap back away. Please,
1: we know he's a good guy. No, stop it. No, no.
0: Back away, back away, creepy ghost.
1: And then she dies. Yay. Ish. With a little bit of salt and burn. Poof. And a little bit of lighter fluid.
0: Yeah, but I think the the stupidity that went into this plan <laughs> The stupidity of going into this prison well aware that a federal officer is looking for you was made well because of the old adage it's not what you know is who you know because the lawyer really saved their ass.
1: Yeah, but again, like, did they know her before, or was that just a... That
0: one was not explained. Because... That one was not explained. It
1: definitely looked like Dean was charming her, and like, you know, we're the good guys, you know we're the good guys, I know you're a good personal, like, uh, public attorney, and you can tell who's guilty and who's not just by looking at them. Look at me and tell me I'm guilty.
0: Exactly. So he was... Probably like trying to put a whammy on, hope for the best.
1: And then it worked. First of all, hello, it worked. What? Secondly, she completely lied for them
0: to a federal officer
1: who could like have her ass in jail. A hundred percent for
0: like for interfering with a international interstate affair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally.
1: And you know, she was like, "Yeah, I definitely told them where that nurse was buried." and it was in this cemetery and then Hendrickson walks up to that cemetery and she's told him the wrong cemetery
0: yep because they but salt and burn get back in the car go off to the next adventure and he's just like where did you, where did you, go? Where did you go oh my god they've left me <laughs> oh my god
1: um <laughs> and uh whilst we say goodbye to Hendrickson Dean has a delightful dream
0: oh that's the sweet dreams are made of these
1: sweet dreams of I dream of Jeannie
0: yeah I dream of Jeannie in just episode like, 20. Because the episode starts with him not taking the monster seriously. The freaking genie. What's he gonna do next? Sing same, same show tunes at me?
1: Yeah. Like, and then he starts talking about how um, Genie is definitely hotter than Samantha from Bewitched. And, I mean, that's an age-old question for anyone who was raised watching those two shows. But Sam's like, can you please, like, pay attention?
0: It's a valid thing, but just like, I don't think Dean can do that.
1: No. No. And then... Sam's like, yeah, so, you know, like, they live in old ruins or whatever. And Dean's like, oh, I think I saw one a couple of miles back. Let me just go check it out. And Sam's like, no, come pick me up first. And Dean's all like, well, man, I'm fine. It's, it's a genie. Great. I'm just doing some recon.
0: It's a genie. And
1: then he gets his arse whammed.
0: Yep. Which I honestly, like, really sort of compare this story to, uh, uh, Wipe the Man Who Had It All, or I think that's what it's called from DC Comics, where. Batman and Wonder Woman go to the Castle of Loneliness, and they find Superman with that weird plant on him.
1: Oh right, have you read that one? Yes.
0: Cool. Of course you have. You know my father. Um. Duh. But just that idea of something putting you in a dream of an ideal of an idyllic state, but it's all a lie.
1: Yeah.
0: It was just always an interesting, uh, like a character test for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah absolutely. Like you
0: put. You you put a character in a situation that is too good to be true, Mm. and they have to sort of test their faith of whether they want to do the right thing or take the easy way and accept their fate, even though it's something outside the dream is stuck in their life force.
1: Well, it was really, really easy and interesting for Dean, because he was immediately like, oh, mum's alive. Great. Hmm. I'm staying in this world. Hmm. And then... He went and started researching the gin with a college professor, and then he came back and he didn't really think anything more of it, no. and he wanted to stay there and he wanted to fix things with Sam because in this universe
0: they weren't really talking they weren't
1: friends because they didn't spend as much time together because they didn't hunt together yeah. um and you know he was like, oh, "I can make up things up with Sam, you know I can stay here or I can yeah you know live my life and he
0: only' he's only really realized that he had been involved in doing good deeds in the real world that he otherwise wouldn't be involved in, just like seeing all the people that died at various haunts that they had Well it hunters. was the
1: flight wasn't it, flight 104 or whatever yep. it was, that was the anniversary and he flicked onto it onto the news and he was like, no I stopped that. And then he realised because they weren't hunting because they didn't know anything in this yep. version of reality, all of those people died. Yep. Thousands of people that they saved died yeah
0: he looked into some other stuff and like all the things all of the good things he had been involved in were just not real there either so yeah.
1: even in like the earlier parts of this season because there was that um, headline about Tyler drowning in the pool yeah. in the hotel pool so even like really recent events were just undone because this yeah. is a different version of reality
0: yeah and he had to like really work on his faith in like am I doing the right thing is in the way and it's it hurt, hurts you as a person but you are doing the world good. oh
1: my gosh i just the fact that he kept having to go through this you know like why does he have to give up everything why is it always him why must he be the one to save the world Why why can't he just have you know that tiny little bit of life that's okay and normal yeah and fine and it, it, i just you know screaming it's... at the screen the entire time being like you, you can have it. It's fine. You Dean. Des- you deserve it. I love you. You're Please a good boy. stop crying. It makes me sad. Um I would like to touch on the fact that um some of the shoddiest CGI and some of the shoddiest photoshopping was used in this episode.
0: Oh, TV Photoshop to mock up pictures is always bad. What Listen, are you talking about?
1: But And then there was the fire on the Jin's hand when he originally puts the whammy on Dune. That was trash.
0: I mean, fire is, uh, I hear, one of the hardest things to animate in CGI. Yeah. For a TV budget. For a 22 That's episode C- TV budget. But,
1: like, do you need the fire?
0: Probably not. You just can... make
1: his hand glow. That's
0: yeah. easy. That's actually easy. You just, like, do a circle, basically.
1: But, like... I don't like why,
0: just to be showy, I guess. But it, you're right, it was not needed, especially for an episode that otherwise didn't have a lot of like glitz to it, other than like mocking up the pictures, which I agree do look like they were stuck together in a, in a half-class. Oh, oh my
1: god, literally cut out that da- like Sam and Dean's face and paste it onto a different photograph on someone else's bodies. <laughs> I mean, almost like it was just. Bad, and I don't know it was like what two thousand and six, so that, yeah. technology wasn't exactly as up to date as it is now. But th- it could have been better. I mean,
0: they get that stuff really bad now, so
1: I just I was, was having some problems, um... but at the same time, I was completely invested in Dean's character, and um, I just the 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 guilt trip towards the end when Dean was like, "If you kill yourself in a dream, you wake up," and everybody popped out of nowhere like you know sam's still with jessica jessica's alive in this universe sam and jessica pop up his mum pops up his smoking hot girlfriend cameron porter by the way
0: yeah
1: carmen porter carmen porter yes she was great oh yeah she was awesome and just knew exactly what dean wanted every single second because obviously she was a fake reality um
0: That's another thing of this, like, kind of story. They always try and, like, hard force the ideals back onto you.
1: Yeah. Um, But the way that they, like, guilt tripped him, you know, Sam being like, why why is it us? Why is it always us, Dean? It doesn't have to be us. We can stay here and be happy and loved. And Jessica was like, you don't have to worry about Sam anymore. He can have the life you've always wanted for him. And I was like, oh, Oh. you're killing me. You are killing me right now.
0: And but, it yeah. was
1: just so sad.
0: That's the trouble with those kinds of stories is that that in that final moment they lay, lay it on too thick yeah. and they know and the person in the fake reality knows that they're being led on. Yeah. So they feel compelled to just bug right out.
1: Yeah. So Dean stabbed himself in the chest <laughs> and <Should> peace out. <laughs> bye. And oh, that young girl who was floating around in his like reality because she was also dying across from him in the warehouse. Yeah. She's one owner up. Really? Yeah, the actress is the actress who plays Winona Up in the TV show Winona Up. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a good. She one. like really, like obviously, thirteen years ago. Yeah. Really, really young.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's a great little up into like the start of whatever she was doing. And a great little bit part.
1: Yeah, because I definitely I was like I know your face. Why do I know your face? And then I googled her face, and then I realized.
0: Oh, that's your face.
1: Yeah, it was Winona Up. Oh, it was gosh. Winona Up's face. So, yeah, it was really interesting to see her around as well. So nice. I didn't realise how long she'd been kind of doing acting, as it were.
0: Yeah. Well, it's good to see that uh, she got her leg up.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. I was going to say something really nice about her, you know, doing kind of the same story in Winona Up with, like, demons and stuff, and you just go and make a leg up joke.
0: That's <laughs> just because the puns come to me. Listen. Yeah? No. <laughs> Aw. Dream crusher.
1: Oh, wow. Dean's dreams got crushed, so.
0: Yeah, but he needed to crush those dreams so that he could get back to reality before all hell breaks loose.
1: But it did break loose, especially in part one.
0: In part one, yeah, because as we said in the previous episode, they were having fun in the Demon Kid Hunger Games, or Sam was at least, because they wake up, and sure enough, Sam's gone again.
1: He got bippity-boppity-booed out of there. Bye. Um, So he just suddenly wakes up on like a porch in the uh what did Andy call it? Frontierland.
0: <laughs> it does kind of look like Frontierland. <laughs> it super
1: was Frontierlandish. He was like, Sam, what the hell are you doing here? What am I doing here? Where are we? I just woke up in Frontierland. It sounds like you need to calm down.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I mean, look, like I can see why Andy would be freaking out. He's basically like a nerd. That's just like one step above Mama's basement. He's not used to that kind of like sudden jolt of activity. Yeah. Like after dealing with his evil twin, it's just like, uh, okay, we're here now, but he has leveled up because now he He did because now he can like put images into people's heads but instead of like using his godlike Xavier powers to do like inspire or lead people on no he streams (laughs) gay porn to people he hates
1: (laughs) it's so funny he's
0: like yeah and then there was this guy who was
1: doing a complete joke and so you know I I just showed him gay porn all day all night and the look on his face when it started going around in his head And everybody else, who was obviously realizing that, you know, we're we're here to die, was like, um that it's really not the time, man. Like wow. So we know a couple of the characters already. Yes we do. And then we get a couple of new ones. Um so you've got Ava and Andy, who
0: We've we've met met. previously.
1: Hey, how you doing? Hey,
0: how you doing? And then you've
1: got our boy Sammy, hi. Hi. And then we have these two new characters Lily and Jake.
0: Yeah. Lily, who has like extreme rogue powers, who like made her girlfriend basically wizen and die.
1: Yeah, so if she touches someone, their heart stops. And Jake, who Who's... is just like super strong, superhuman man. Basically. So again, Ava and Sam are the only two people whose powers are the same.
0: Yeah, which is just, um, they are blessed with uh, uh, convenience visions.
1: Yes. So there was definitely a point where they were all introducing themselves. I'm Sam. I'm Eva. I'm Andy. I'm Jake. I'm Lily. And I was like, Donkey! <laughs> I was like, you no, know. No, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> I just expected that moment of just like, wow, okay. So they all introduced each other. They were like, yeah, let's stick together. Let's be a team. And Lily was like, I'm having none of your bullshit today. And wandered off into the
0: woods. And then some random special named demon, just like strings right?
1: up. Yep. And was like, heh heh you're now dead bye so five became four real quick real quick real quick and then Sam was like cool so here's the thing demons exist um and there's a there's a demon after us with the yellow eyes
0: and they and he gave us all our superpowers
1: yes which we find out finally now in we
0: do yeah I was keep, it I, this episode? Like my like, I like details, and I like reasons for things. I keep bringing this logic back super earlier than it actually happened.
1: Mm. No, it was definitely this episode. Sure. Um, so we find out in a flashback that the yellow-eyed demon gives Sam, um, in a dream. So they're in a dream in a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> and the yellow-eyed demon is feeding Sam his blood, which is when Mary comes over
0: It was just like oh you walked in nope by roof fire
1: but here's the thing they set up her being a hunter really well
0: yeah they and know she cause, was like because she goes and it's like, you yeah
1: and she, Sam's like she knew you
0: yeah and she starts to take him on before like all the bad stuff happens yeah yeah that would have been an interesting idea they just didn't I don't, don't want to know how well seasons 1 to 5 were planned
1: yeah I know because I feel like there's some definite foreshadowing and there's some definite like Loose ends that were tied up, and and things that were made to happen, just after one comment in one random episode.
0: Yeah, the weird positioning of a finger that you have pointed out to me. I'm going to go watch that episode <laughs> back again just I to make sure. I want to watch
1: your face when you see it, so I might just
0: Let's think about. Yeah, we can we can probably jam it. Um, That'd be good.
1: So we find out that Sam's got demon blood.
0: Yep, all up in
1: all up in him along with the rest of them which is what gives them those special powers
0: yep they bring their fists together to form Captain Planet yay yay
1: I have super friends
0: super friends but then we find out that the one we thought was like super chirpy and super nice with her convenience visions she's leveled up to be able to control buzzing shadow entities
1: yes the demon that earlier on killed Lily Mm. she was in control Ava's a bitch who knew
0: I mean, like it was. I was pretty surprised when I first watched it back a million years ago.
1: Oh yeah, I was also pretty surprised. And then watching it back now, I was kind of like,
0: "It's in true nice."
1: You were also locked in a shed for five months. I don't think so. Yeah no, that's not true.
0: That's not how that works.
1: Um, which isn't how it works. Those entire five months that she'd gone missing. She was fighting off and killing other demon kids. Yep,
0: she was the reigning champion, she calls herself. Reigning
1: heavyweight champion, I believe. Yeah. Were her words. So she was all like, yeah, I'm here to totally kill everyone, Sam. And, like, she killed Andy, like, five seconds before.
0: Which was, like, real sad.
1: Yeah, my poor boy. Um, And then, you know, she was all, hey, I'm going to definitely win this, because there's only one of us that can walk out of here alive. And then Jake snaps her neck. Yeah, just because. Just, like, just. Crunch. Walked up behind her, snapped her neck. Jake, being an army soldier man, I mean, fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he knows how to do that.
1: Also, he has superhuman strength. So
0: he can do that super easy.
1: So, understandable, but at the same time, that was real easy.
0: Like, this was probably the first person she knew ever. So she felt, and this was probably, like, the last of them that was coming through, because she's been dealing with people for five months, she was getting probably kind of bored. Mm. So she felt like she could gloat. And then Mm -hmm. she died.
1: Yeah. There's a point where I think she realises she owes Sam a tiny bit of an explanation, because you get that Sam puppy dog face, and then no one can resist that, apparently.
0: No, it's true, no one can resist that.
1: Um, And there was a point where, even when I watched this originally around the first time, I was like, oh, I really like Jake. Yeah. And then he got to the end of the episode.
0: And then he shivs Sam.
1: And he murdered him. Straight up. He flat out, Sam's dead. Yeah like on the floor
0: does, do, does does do a die real quick
1: um well I mean he cut through his spinal cord exactly so does do
0: a die real quick that boy dead yeah uh, and, and like with Dean and Bobby spending the rest of the episode with the bare minimum of like interaction just like looking about everywhere trying yeah. to find him we they only find him because like Ash like triangulates his position
1: well yeah and then you know probably dies in the roadhouse yep. fire
0: that was the last thing he was able to do, really. The Roadhouse
1: oh. is, is no longer yep. a thing, Nope. and Ash is dead. Ash is Ash. I hate that you made that joke, but also at the same time, completely forgot that this is how he died.
0: Yeah. We see him again later. Mm. Yeah, that was a nice little jaunt.
1: Mm. But it was just so funny, I was like, even I think when I watched it originally I was like, oh that can't be how Ash dies, and I kept waiting for him to come back, and then I kept waiting, and then I realised that that's not...
0: Yeah, he's no, that's, dead. He, He's dead. <laughs> he he did not do a
1: die. So, you've got Ash dead, Roadhouse down. No one knows if Ellen's dead alive or anywhere else.
0: Nope. They are Bobby somewhere. and
1: Dean are rushing towards Sam. Sam gets shanked in the back.
0: In front of Dean and Bobby.
1: Um, Falls to the ground. Dean grabs him. Bobby, like, pelts it after Jake, who's running off in the opposite direction.
0: Yeah, but, like, Jake younger super strength gets away sadly
1: Um, and Dean is having this real emotional you know my baby brother's dead oh no oh no
0: oh no I have failed because all he does and all he knows how to do is protect Sam and he doesn't do a fail
1: so Sam is now dead oops Dean is sad very Bobby's distance, running after a young African American man yep um,
0: and we get to the end where our favourite track in the whole wide world has been put front and centre before the final episode of the season.
1: Oh my gosh. I teared up. Good. The way they cut all of that together. It
0: was so well done. They cut them together so well because they, like, make the chorusy bit always really epic. you oh. the story, then rip out your still beating heart in front of you and then smush it in your face as you see Sam slowly die. Yeah. Again.
1: Again. Like, I watched it five seconds ago. You really don't need to remind me what it looked like.
0: Well, no, because, like, if you're watching it live, it would have been a week ago.
1: Yeah, no, I know, I know. But at the same time, oof, that was difficult to watch. But I was really happy that the song was there. And I was like, yeah, this is what, like, pure classic Supernatural was. Yeah. You know?
0: Pure. (laughs) Oh, no. No.
1: It wasn't that pure, mate.
0: No, not even, never, never was.
1: Um, because moments after that, my thought was... I think Jensen might murder me with his acting in this episode.
0: <laughs> Just the, the quality of it. There's next to no hesitation. The next scene we get once we once the road so far is over is him going to a crossroads and striking up a deal. Yeah. Almost immediate.
1: Yeah. So he has that moment in the cabin with Bobby where he's basically screaming at him to get out. And then he goes and has that small chat with Sam, who's dead. <laughs> Um, just lying, up, on yeah. the <laughs> he's just lying on the thing. But here's the thing: Jerry Padalecki is known as like the prankster. Yeah. Of even back in season two, and he said, you know, I was trying really hard to stay dead, like I wasn't pulling any pranks or anything, because I knew how emotional it was for Jensen to have to pull off this scene, and we were really close, and like hearing him get so emotional and stuff. I definitely, I was trying my hardest to just stay dead and not pull yeah. any pranks. And I was like, what? He does have a heart.
0: <laughs> when it comes to important scenes like that, and I don't think anyone could be as big of a prankster as John Barrowman, if, he, if the rumours are true.
1: Well, yeah, that's also a good point. But, like, in these later seasons...
0: He, they go all out. Just,
1: oh my goodness. I heard... I think it was Jared, actually. No, I think it was Jensen. Jensen put a fart machine under a table in, like, a really pivotal scene.
0: Oh my god.
1: And, like... It was, I think, Jack, Cass, Sam, and Dean standing in the bunker having like a proper, like, intense chat, and then J- Jensen just pushed the button, and there's this fart machine taped under the table. and It just goes off, and everyone dies. Yeah. But the thing is, he didn't put it there himself. There was a cast member, uh, there was a crew member walking past him, and J- and Jensen goes, "Hey, real quick, I need you to just take this under the closest table." And the, and the crew member was just like, yep, yeah, cool."
0: Yeah, sure. And just
1: did it and i was like that is that oh is godly God. power i was like wow okay
0: and then again like they uh, like as 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 cast members like even this early on but like a few seasons down the road they get so comfortable with each other cuz you remember that bit in season 5 mm-hmm. where dean goes to the future and meets lucifer yes when he's in sam's body in the brilliant white suit yes i will never forget that bit from the from the outtakes where Jared's like all serious and in character, and then does this slow dramatic turn to Jensen rocking out, and then he just breaks character, just like do the hook dance.
1: <laughs> I keep telling you, my bloopers are the favorite part of every single like supernatural thing. Yeah,
0: they're they're so good, and the quality of them just gets more more oh. more, more and more strong as they make an effort to like, actually supercut them and edit them together. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so. Knowing that even Jared back in the day was like this is a pivotal moment for our characters and for the season and I'm not gonna screw it up by pulling any pranks. With that in my head, um, you know, we just watch Jared nope, sorry, Jensen, they both have J names and it's screwing me over. Mm -hmm. Um (laughs) watching Jensen play Dean like that and just so emotional and so raw and then like two seconds later he's bow of hell driving baby down to the crossroads. And making the well, worst. It's not the worst because no, a- John was the worst because he made a deal and then instantly dropped dead and gave over a magic item. Well, yeah, I mean that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Um, whereas Dean, although he makes a deal to bring Sam back, he give like he gets a year of his life. Yeah. So it's not the worst, but it's still a really, really dumb deal.
0: Yeah. They. Just like the strength of the ultimatum is just like ten, uh, thought. Demon deals ten years? No, five. No, two. No, one. Okay, yeah, one year. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, but that that crossroads demon drives hard bargain. Jesus.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, crowley would be Perry.
1: I know. He, again, when he was doing the crossroad, I was like crowley, crowley,
0: Crowley,
1: please, Crowley, please, come to me?
0: Crowley. It wasn't
1: Crowley. Um, so you know, Sam comes back to life. Woo. Woo. Um, and then they go to have this lovely little chat where Sam tells everything that happened in the Demon Kid Hunger Games. That's something um, though. And Dean's like, wow, that's harsh, man. Um, and then he's like, you need to rest up and get better. You know, we have time. And Sam's all like, no. Yeah, no, we don't. We don't. And then they're at Bobby's place. Yes. And oh my god.
0: Yeah, this is the immediate effect of all of the fuckery.
1: <laughs> Bobby is just like, What have you done? Yeah. Like but he doesn't do anything in front of Sam. No. He's just like, Hi, Hi, that's cool. You fucked up. Um, hey Sam, take a look at this map and see if you can see something I can't see. Do I have some books in the truck and just rips into him. Good. And he's like, Do you not think your life's worth something? How do you feel when your dad did this for you? How do you think Sam's going to feel? And I was legitimately sitting there going, wow, that's everything I've said. Bobby.
0: Bobby, you get me. Bobby, Bobby. you get it. You get it. You understand?
1: He's the main man, my Bobby. So, and then (laughs) what gets me is they're in such a raw and tender emotional moment. And then two seconds later, action mode. Because there's someone creeping around in the junkyard.
0: That just shows the the life that they lead, just that anything can happen and you have to be ready, even though you are tearing emotional chunks out of each other because someone did a stupid.
1: Yep. And, uh, who is it who's creeping around in the junkyard?
0: Yeah.
1: Ellen!
0: Yeah, she's made it. She made it. She's
1: got out alive because they ran out of pretzels.
0: Pretzels save lives.
1: Yep, apparently.
0: Pretzels save lives.
1: Um, she is forced to do a shot of holy water, uh, before... They appreciate that it's actually her and not some demon in her body.
0: I mean, like, that's a good precaution. Yes. At this point, with what's going on.
1: And then she gives over the information that Ash had.
0: Yep, before he'd done doing Ash.
1: Yes, he did do the Ash. So we suddenly have all of this awesome information about Samuel Colt and some, like, churches <laughs> and railway tracks that correlate the biggest devil's trap.
0: Yeah, a hundred, a hundred square mile devil's trap made of iron.
1: Oh my gosh, what a legend.
0: The original idea that Kripke had yes. was that there was going to be some sort of like weird ritual or magical thing in each of these churches right. that had to be like... Turned uh, off or whatever mm. to deactivate the, the devil's trap. Right. So there was going to be some sort of like weird chase on like mine carts or trains or something going across oh, sick. these train tracks, church to church, to stop Jake to ter- breaking up in the devil's trap. Yeah. But that was way too ambitious for the company. So they were just like, no, we'll just make a hole for Yellow Eyes to come in.
1: Oh. Uh, I mean. That's fair, they were still pretty early on and they didn't have that much of a big budget. But, like, I would love to have seen that. That would have been
0: so cool, right?
1: Maybe they can just, like, redo an old episode for that fun.
0: <laughs> just, like, redo that one, like, that one, like, huge action-y sequence. Yeah. Like, it'd be really interesting to see what it'd be like, just going from church to church, doing some sort of thing just to make the whole devil's trap open up so that the whole Hellmouth could open up again or something.
1: mm Well, what I find really funny is that Samuel Colt made the gates of hell, or one of the gates of hell, and he chose the key to be his magic cult weapon. Yeah. Like, excuse me?
0: (laughs) Which makes sense now because now we know why they didn't get rid of the last button. Because it needed to be polish or loaded or something. Did it? Actually, yeah, no, probably not. Yeah, the the yellow demon's just stupid. So.
1: How, yeah, I don't know why he didn't take out the bullet, I don't know why he didn't throw away the bullet, I don't know why he didn't use the bullet, because then Dean wouldn't have shot him and killed him dead.
0: Oh, but it was so beautiful. But
1: it was a really good scene. <laughs> uh, so, Jake manages to open the the gates of hell with the cult, and then Dean gets the cult off of him after Sam plugs Jake with like a thousand bullets.
0: Which is fair considering he did kill him like a day ago.
1: Yes. To be perfectly honest. Um and suddenly the yellow eyed demon is allowed into this church graveyard place, and he has Dean up against a tombstone and Sam up against a tree away ways, unable to help anyone. Bobby and Ellen are trying to close the gates of hell.
0: Yep, to no avail, because like demons are spilling out. And it's product. all going down. We're and all
1: getting crazy up in this house. And suddenly... your boy. John freaking Winchester!
0: The ghost of just pops out of the hellmouth and starts helping out.
1: Just tussles this frickin' demon to the ground.
0: Yep, breaks the whole person that's got Sam and Dean down so that Dean can take the shot!
1: Take the shot! But what gets me um, is... John doesn't say a damn word. No. The boys don't say a damn word. No. You had this moment that you could have, like, been like, I love you, I miss you, you're a crap father, but I now understand you, and, like, had some kind of semblance of closure, but Didn't... what do we get is, like, tw- like a solid minute of just smiling and nodding and smiling and nodding from all three of them.
0: No, no, uh, they did some silent, turning, acting, reacting, and emoting silently, Stairs.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I, I can't. It just... That really is like the, no,
0: that all of that stuff you just said about, like, the, the stuff they should have said, yeah. they said all of that with their faces.
1: Okay. Like, I know they're good at acting, but no.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, of course no, but what the hell else are you going to say to a literal ghost of your ghost dad after the emotional weight that you have been through, that these boys have been through? especially considering the threat that is right there in front of them is still, like, heavy. I get that it should have happened, but... Eh. Yeah. Eh? Yeah?
1: I mean, I don't know. I wasn't satisfied with that ending, but, I mean, whenever John Winchester shows up, I'm unsatisfied anyway.
0: Well, that's fine. That whole part of the ending was just go, uh, just Ghost of John, just sort of, just sort of being that. And I actually really like this theory, and this theory also messes me up when I think about it. Yeah. The clothes that Ghost John had, which I think are the same clothes that he had when he died. Yeah. Is the exact same outfit as Nick, as Lucifer, as Mark Pilgrim, as Lucifer.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: I've seen side by sides on Tumblr and it's like, grey shirt. That's a good point. Grey shirt, green button-up shirt, jeans, black shoes. Yeah. That's wow. a, That was always a thing, and I want to know what that's about. Wow. I want to know what that's about. Did you... Like, like you seem mind-blown, but it was always a thing I was aware of.
1: That's not a thing I was aware
0: of. We'll find the... I'll find the side-by-sides somewhere on the line. But... No,
1: like, I, I can see now in my brain space, but, like... Why did they... Why?
0: I don't know either. I don't know either. Like, maybe the fact that we saw him again coming from the Hellmouth was like them saying that the apocalypse was definitely coming, that Lucifer was definitely coming, but there's no way for us to have known that when season two was happening live back in the Dizzle. Huh. I don't know, man. Like, (sighs) messing with me too.
1: Maybe they... Maybe they had a plan for the entirety of the five seasons... And then they did it, and then after that they just lost it.
0: Yeah, they went into full fanfic mode.
1: Because us talking about this repeatedly, and like being able to watch everything in close succession, there are so many things tied up and so much foreshadowing and so many like plot devices that come into play later on. Yeah, that you just don't realize. Yeah,
0: and it's like all too well handled for it to just be like thrown together. It yeah. feels very well planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be enough of a case of some of these like plot points are loose enough that you they could have been brought back together mm. in such a way, but then they have to know that they were aiming for something. Mm. So it's just very well handled ongoing narrative, I would say.
1: Either that, or like they are the luckiest people in the world with their coincidences
0: yeah luck only goes so far with like these kinds of plot details I feel like there's got to be some of it to it like like not to besmirch a a genius who was able to do something very similar with an ongoing narrative but I feel like JK Rowling wrote it a lot similarly Mm. like she knew she was going towards something big yeah the same way Kripke knows he was going towards something big yeah but
1: not necessarily knowing what the details the the details
0: were and then just like being able to leave the little details you had behind into the big thing you're waiting for. Yeah. And those big things are two and a bit seasons, three seasons from now. Mm. As for right now, there is a doorway to hell popped wide open, and what seems like thousands upon thousands of demons have spilled back out into our world for the first time ever.
1: And Dean only has a year to live. Oops. Sam is determined to get his brother out of that mess.
0: He, he, Dean does not seem super interested right now, though.
1: Ellen and Bobby are just kind of chilling in the background like, hey, yep. there are a bunch of demons and we should maybe do something about that.
0: Yep, that's something they're going to have to start looking into whilst trying to save demons' eternal soul.
1: Uh, wolf. Oof.
0: That thing. That is a thing.
1: Lost years ago. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, basically, they closed season two a lot less dramatic than they closed season one.
0: A lot less immediate shock dramatic, yeah. They left it with They left us instead with a huge burning question of, okay, they are in a bad state. What the heck do they do now? What the hecky?
1: Also, there was a line that the demon said, the yellow-eyed demon said to Dean, which I think is going to play on a lot of people's minds, which was, are you sure what you brought back was 100% Sam?
0: Yeah. That's interesting now that I think about it, because the whole Demon Blood Hunger Games, in that one... Dreaming a flashback in a dream, in a flashback dream, dream, flashback dream. Yes. He, uh, Yellow Eyes was so determined that you're my favorite. You're my pick to win this. Yeah. Because he knew the whole time he was meant to possess Lu- be Lucifer's. Maybe vessel.
1: that's what I'm thinking. Like there are certain people that the demons just gravitate towards. Yeah. And Sam would be one of those because he would be the vessel to Lucifer later on.
0: And needed to strengthen him by having him come back with a little bit of extra demon.
1: Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh. Several theories.
0: Several theories abound. Yes. It just makes me wonder even harder how much of this was planned and how much of them was this was them just like going off on a meme dream.
1: Oh, like (laughs) 50-50.
0: Well, with that 50-50 I think they were able to do a bang-up job. Yeah. And that I think rounds out season two. The show that the demons are everywhere and are a worldwide threat now.
1: Yes, more even more so than they were before. So, oof. Oof indeed. <laughs> Let's hope they get some more hunters in line.
0: They, uh, f- they have a long road ahead. Mm. They have a long road ahead. But uh, as for our road ahead, we have wrapped up season two quite nicely, I think. Yes. Uh, we will be back in an undisclosed length of time to cover season three, and I have some loose ideas on who may be talking with us. Because Ooh, dun, dun, uh, dun,
1: dun. we might have guests. We
0: may yet have guests talking with us, sitting perhaps in the back seat as we uh, hijack the Impala on our Raywood rewatch. Oh
1: my goodness! I'm not driving. I would crash. The I Navy. don't
0: know how to drive.
1: Oh, cool. Maybe the guests can drive.
0: Uh, yeah, the guest <laughs> One of the guests can. Wait, no. No, no one I know. No, she can't drive.
1: Oh, cool. Um, we're all dead.
0: We're all dead. Cool. Maybe we'll just, like, sort of park somewhere.
1: That would be a better idea. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's the thing. Let's do that. Let's do that. But until such time as the next episode comes to our airwaves, Ms. Fazer, where can the nice people on the interwebs find you and your stuff?
1: My stuff is on the Instagram, at alwaysbuyingbooks, where I do book things. And um, my Twitter is fakelark16, where I do book and review and general hi-this-is-my-life post things.
0: That's a good thing to post about is the self, I uh, I suppose. As for myself, you can find me also on Twitter at iszztinkerer, I-Z-Z-E-T-Tinkerer. You can also find me on our website that has been created by the forger of this podcast network, my fa- uh, my father, the uh, on fantasticuniverses.com, dot com, where I write about my one true love, tabletop games. Woo! Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv TV forward slash No Ordinary Heroes. Most Tuesday nights, streaming Dungeons and Dragons with uh, one of the potential guests. Spoilies. Oh. Yeah, well, I'll discuss it to you once the. Once well, no, we'll- I
1: know who it is. I was just making all sounds for the Woo. for the people.
0: Woo. We will be. Returning to you with more Supernatural very soon. Thank you very much for listening. Take care
1: now. Bye-bye.